I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Craig Peterson Experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. It is our number two of the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network, and we've got a tremendous hour for you as we're going to go bowling in about 15 minutes. No, not the traditional bowling, and I wish they would actually list bowling on the betting market out here in Las Vegas. I used to be a college bowler myself. I've never been able to find lines on bowling, so that is one thing that I wish we could get, but with that said, we've got college bowl games that are going to be going down, and Danielle Avari, she does great work here at the network. She's going to be breaking those down with me, and we're going to see if she's got anything in terms of college basketball or not. Not really a rambunctious day for the Pac-12, so we might not have anything on that, but we shall see. And then we're going to be certainly getting a lot of football in your lives here in this hour as well as Ryan Kramer. He does absolutely terrific work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is going to be joining me in 30 minutes. We're going to be taking a look at these Week 17 games, trying to be able to deduce who's all going to be able to win these games. And... These are games that are massive in terms of playoff implications. And something else that is absolutely massive is the folks behind the scenes that make the Greg Peterson experience what it is. I am the schmuck that talks into the microphone with a name Greg Peterson, but it takes a team to be able to make this show run and operate. And we've got the best team in the business. My wonderful producer, Jason Kahn, is the one that keeps everything in line pretty much and does a great job booking these guests. I mean, Imagine trying to keep me in line. That is a very difficult task. Jason somehow, someway does a good job of it and does so with a smile as well, which is an added bonus for us. Everything that you hear on the network, you're able to download in podcast form as well. vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you're able to get the best bets feed 
for VSIN, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, the list goes on and on. So whether you like this show, the Great Peterson Experience, the numbers game, VSIN Prime Time, follow the money. Every single hour is posted up online. Our man Sean is in charge of that. He does terrific work. For those of you guys listening on VSIN.com, the iHeartRadio app, Terrestrial Radio, Taylor is the man that is in charge of making the audio all nice and crisp and does a great job. And then everything that you're seeing on the screen in terms of the wonderful graphics, the lovely betting splits, that is thanks to our man Nick. All these guys, they do amazing work. And it is my job to find you guys some winners. And hey, DK Nation Fix, they've won seven out of their last eight. So thus far, we've been able to hold up on this front. We're going to look to continue to keep it going because these guys behind the scenes, they keep it going. They were with you guys on Christmas. They were with you guys on Thanksgiving. I believe that we are going to be with you guys on New Year's Day as well. So these are hardworking guys right here, and I always do credit them. They do absolutely amazing work, and well, uh, the least I could do is try to be able to find some value on the board, and I think we've got some here with 623-624. It is Kentucky. They're going to be on the road. They're going to be facing off against Missouri. Missouri is between a 2.5 and a 3-point underdog at home. Total on this game is between 152 and 152 and a half. I like Kentucky in this spot, and I like it up to five. I was willing to lay up to five with them, set them as a five-and-a-half-point favorite personally, and I just think that this is a generally bad matchup for Missouri. Now, Missouri's been able to do a great job with their offense. They rank at the top 15 nationally in terms of points scored on a per-possession basis, and they've really cranked things up under Dennis Gates. This team is also ranking in the top 15 in terms of total possessions per game, but got a Missouri team that you've got one guy that gives you north of five and a half rebounds per game and two guys that give you more than four rebounds per game and it's not so savory Kobe Brown he's got good versatility he's able to give you right around five and a half rebounds he's able to pop some threes and for Missouri of their top four scorers three of them do shoot at least 40 percent from three-point range but this is going to be an issue going up against a gentleman by the name of Oscar Shibway. Yeah, the reigning Wooden Award winner, who's right now averaging 15 points, 13 rebounds, and 1.6 blocks per contest. I think that he's going to be eating the dinner of Missouri down low. And then you've also got a Kentucky team that's been able to really bomb it from three-point range as well. With Kentucky, they've been very hit or miss under the John Calipari regime of just being able to find good three-point shooting. They're eighth in the country in three-point shooting percentage. Antonio Reeves, who comes in from Illinois State, very much an under-the-radar guy who's been able to give you a double-figure amount of points. Shoots over 40% from three-point range. Kaysan Wallace is shooting darn near 50% from three. I think that there's going to be a little bit of regression with that, but he's been a double-figure scorer. You've got someone in Xavier Wheeler whose assist-to-turnover ratio is north of three. He's able to give you right around 6.8 assists per game. He's only been able to give you more around 9 to 10 points per game, but with all the good three-point shooters that you do have for this Kentucky team, you really don't need them to do a whole heck of a lot, and for Missouri, I just question whether or not they're going to be able to do a good job in this step-up game. Now, credit where credit is due. In their last few games, they've been looking much better. That game against Central Florida, they get down double figures in that game very early on. They rallied to be able to win at the buzzer. Had a very, very nice win as well against Illinois. But you also saw when they went up against Kentucky, they got completely dump-trucked in that game. And they've been playing against a lot of teams like Southern Indiana, Penn, Lindenwood, you're able to go down the list. And Kentucky, it does feel like, is a little bit more of a battle-tested team in this circumstance with Missouri. I do think that they're going to be able to hold in there with their backcourt because you do have someone like a Nick Honor who's been able to do a nice job. Doling out three and a half assists, shoots over 40% from three-point range, gives you 10 points per contest. If you know where Isaiah Mosley is for this team, you let me know because he was averaging north of 20 points per game while he was over at Missouri State. 
didn't even play in the last game against Illinois. And when he's been out there, he has given you a big giant nothing burger. It's been very, very strange to look at this because I thought that he was one of the best players out there in the transfer portal. What's going on there? I have no idea. But what I do know is that Jamoy Hodge has been able to give this Missouri team also right around 16 and a half points per game. But I just think that Oscar Sheboy, he's going to be able to completely dominate a Missouri team that they really don't have that true low post player on this roster. And I think that that is going to be the difference in the game. And you also do have a Missouri team that they're generating nearly 13 seals per game. But Kentucky, they've done a nice job only turn the ball over about 12 times for contest. So right up here, that is going to be on Kentucky. I'm willing to lay up to five with them. Kentucky, a mid-tempo team that's been able to do a nice job on defense. Missouri, a team that ranks 140th in all of college basketball in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. It's a good old something's got to give scenario. And what I think is going to be given is the Missouri offense. I did some. I told more around a 149.5. Also something that I take a look at in terms of conference play is that typically defenses reign a little bit more supreme, and typically we see teams slow down just a touch. So willing to take this total under my right up here. That is going to be on Kentucky. Currently at DraftKings, they're laying 2.5. How about if we stick with the SEC theme? 625, 626 on the betting board. It is Florida on the road facing off against Auburn. Auburn is a 5-6 to six point favorite depending upon where you're shopping and your total on this game is anywhere between 141 and 141.5. And, and when it comes to Florida, coming off of a not-so-savory performance against Oklahoma just before the holidays, and I think that they're going to put forth another not-so-savory performance here. I made Auburn an 8-point favorite. I really like what I'm seeing out of this Auburn team down low. The backcourt leaving a lot to be desired. You've been able to get a... Um, little bit of production out of someone like a Zepp Jasper. He's been able to do a solid job coming in for the team. Wendell Green has been able to do good work as well, but it's really the two guys down low that have been able to make this team go. G&I Broom along with Dylan Cardwell. These guys are cleaning up with a combined 13 and a half rebounds and five blocks per game between the two of them. Broom actually made a three in their game against USC as well, so he's been able to stretch out that range just a little bit. You've got someone like a KD Johnson who's been able to give you about nine points. He gives you a little bit of facilitation. And with Florida, they do have a little bit of advantage when it comes to the backcourt as you do have someone like a guy Lofton comes in from State Bonaventure. He's been able to give the same eight points. He's been able to fill out about three to four assists per contest. And Will Richard has been able to shoot north of 45% from three-part range. He's been able to generate for the team about 10 and a half points per contest. But this Auburn team is really no joke. When it comes to their defense, in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis, they rank 20th in all of college basketball. Florida's been a little bit hit or miss with this regard. Florida, they are one of your better offensive teams that you're going to find. And Kyle Castle or Colin Castleton should be able to do a good job down low. 15 points, 7 half boards, a little bit over 2 blocks per game. So it's not like he's going to get dominated, but when you've got two really good post players like this, and you've only got one of Colin Castleton, that is a tad bit of an issue. And for Florida, really outside of him, you don't have anyone else that gives you north of four, four and a half rebounds per game. So I do think that that's going to be a little bit of detriment to a Florida team that they are ranking right around about 55th in the country in terms of points a lot on a per possession basis themselves. I do think that things are going to be coming to a little bit of a screeching halt when it comes to both of these offenses, not necessarily in terms of possessions. Auburn about 130th in the country in terms of total possessions per game. Florida, they're playing at a little bit more of a rapid pace under Todd Golden. They are right around 80th in the country in terms of possessions per game, but I do think that the Florida defense is going to be able to step up against a Auburn team that is shooting about 30% from three, sub 70% free throw line. And I'm saying with Florida, the offense sits had its bows against teams that 
do a good job on defense and or slow it down. They're coming off of scoring just 53 points in their last game against Oklahoma. So I do think that you've got some good value here with this under semi-total at a 134. And with Auburn made them an eight-point favorite, I think that they're going to be able to win this game from within. So going to be taking a look at the under, and I'm going to be willing to lay the number here with Auburn. How about if we take a look at a money line underdog that I like as it's a short one, but you still have a little bit of value here on 629, 630. Temple, they're going to be on the road facing off against East Carolina. East Carolina between a one and two point favorite, and your total on this game is there in between 136.5 and 137. And for East Carolina, they've been able to do a good job with Javon Small coming up big for the team. 17 points per game, mid 33 point shooter, and Brandon Johnson with his nine rebounds per game. He's going to be the best rebounder in this game, especially with. Someone in Jamayo Reynolds who comes over from Central Florida deal with a little bit of an ailment, but I do think that the two guards in K-Leaf Battle, Damian Dunn, they're going to be able to get her done for Temple. These two guys combine to shoot in the mid-30s from three-point range. You're able to get a little bit of facilitation on these two guys, but they're both very good primary scorers as maybe they will give you a combined about 33.5 points per contest, seven boards, four and a half assists. Really like what they're able to bring to the table. And then Heiser Miller. I do think is going to be the X factor in this game. With East Carolina, it's been a little bit hit or miss in terms of their facilitation. Meanwhile, Miller, he just is a nice stat sheet suffer. Eight points, four assists, three and a half rebounds. This is an Aaron McKeekos team that has some good toughness. And with East Carolina, they haven't been too bad against the spread, but they also have been a bunch that has really gotten off to some slow starts. They can't afford to do that here against Temple. And I think that Temple is going to be able to get off to a better start. We'll take the money line of Temple. Somebody told 134 and a half, so also looking under. And coming up next, we go bowling with Daniel Avari, who does great work here at the network. And that is on the flip side here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. 
Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSEN, the sports betting network. Watch football with a little bit more on the line with the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness. Set your lineup and watch the action unfold as you fight for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness made a more terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions. They do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. We're back here on the Great Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Great to be joined by Danielle Avari. She does great work over here at the network. She does great work with UCLA, as I know that she does a lot of the in-stadium broadcasting slash MC work for them. And on top of that, I know that she's been doing some great work with DraftKings as well. Always appreciate it, Danielle. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited to be on here. It's funny you mentioned the in-game stuff because I know that Stormy is going to be doing some in-game hosting coming up shortly. And she was talking about how nervous she gets when I said, you realize you're on ESPN doing sideline, talking to millions of people all the time. But the in-game is just a whole different thing, apparently. So uh, very excited to be here. Thanks for having me, Greg. And thank you for joining me. And ironically enough, as we're doing this show live, we've got the Wisconsin versus Oklahoma State game that has been going down. And that has been a very wild one. And we're going to be getting a lot of intrigue with these bowl games in general. Typically, we got a little bit of college basketball for you. But unfortunately, the Gonzaga versus Eastern Oregon game, that is... If you really, really want to scour for a line, you probably are going to be able to find one. I would say you probably want to lay off and look for, well, anything else to bet on because trying to gauge Eastern Oregon, all the bet one game, that's not necessarily too terrific. But that said, in terms of just your bull strategy in general, before we dive into the games, how have you been managing it? Because with all the opt-outs, I have to imagine that it's been relatively difficult to just be able to find angles because... I feel like with a lot of these bowl games, you really can't utilize a lot of the information that we saw from the season in terms of stats, what have you, when you get down to like number two, number three quarterbacks. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that a lot of these teams talk about trying to look at what the schemes are, what the tendencies are of these teams, what they're going to be trying to do, even if they have a bunch of players missing, which is the case for a lot of these teams. Uh, And I also want to disclose that, yes, I would way rather be spreading basketball right now. I've had some (laughs) NBA going on earlier today. Uh, But for now, we do have these uh, football bowl games, at least Uh, very hard to predict, as you mentioned. But a couple that I'm looking at that are going on tomorrow, starting with the Holiday Bowl, North Carolina versus Oregon, both teams with great passing offenses and both have pretty poor passing defenses. So we could see a pretty high scoring game here. Uh, Oregon's offense scored well into 40 points for most of the games during their season, but in their most recent games, only 34, 20 and 24. So under 40, but that was really because Bo Nix was dealing with an injury that started again 
against Washington. Then they had to go on to face a competent Oregon State defense, which is a huge compliment in the Pac-12. There were not a lot of competent defenses, but Oregon <laughs> State was definitely one of them. Utah as well was a team they had to face. So that was kind of the result of those lower scoring, I would say, combined with Bo Nix's ankle injury. So beyond that, I think that you're going to see a higher scoring game here because UNC's defense is horrible. The Ducks are, again, a number 15 passing offense in the country, uh, and the Tar Heels rank 121st in passing yards allowed. So good quarterback battle here. I mean, Drake may threw up over 4,000 yards, I believe, 34 touchdowns, uh, nearly 67% of his passes. So should be a good head-to-head there. As long as Bo Nix is feeling up to par, which we don't know. It's been a month since that injury. So definitely keep that in check that Bo Nix's ankle or whatever lower body injury he's dealing with may not be fully where it needs to be. But he was able to get those wins on about one ankle. So if he can keep that going, maybe we still see some passes from him at least as far as opt-outs and transfers both teams are going to be down 11 players for the ducks i think it's less noticeable their most notable ones would be their linebacker justin flo uh wide receiver dante uh, thornton and then also most notably cornerback christian gonzalez who's headed for the nfl draft so a little bit of secondary attrition there but not nearly as bad as the tar heels secondary attrition definitely looking thin uh at least three cornerbacks are out due to transfers or opt-outs. They have six players entering the transfer portal and four of them are defensive. So it's definitely not going to help uh, lower the score anymore. Also, the opt-out would be wide receiver Josh Downs, which is Drake May's top target. So um, with that said, I'm saying this whole time, this is going to be a lot of points, a lot of scoring. Uh, Tar Heels offensive coordinator Phil Longo is off to Wisconsin. Their offensive line coach Jack McNeil Jr. is gone with them. I'm going to go under this hefty total. It's up to 75 now. Uh, the Tar Heels last six games or so, it only went over twice in six of those games, and both were by a half a point or a point. So I think this total might be a little out of hand, but it is a bowl game, so you're going to get what you're going to get. But I also uh, lean Oregon here, especially because it's getting down to 13 at this point. Yeah, it certainly is a fascinating game, and tis the season for wild totals because we've got a total <laughs> of 75 in this one, and then... On Saturday, those are willing to bet the Iowa versus Kentucky game. That totals between 31 and 31 and a half. That is lower yeah. than the Army-Navy game, and that's even lower than we saw with the... Which went New over. <laughs> yeah, it did. The New Orleans Saints game from last week did not go over, though, and it, yeah. it took overtime to be able to get the over in that Navy game as well. So we've been seeing some craziness in terms of NFL totals all season long. And in terms of the total in this one, we've seen a drop by right around seven points. I'm talking about the UCLA versus Pittsburgh game. This mm. is the old Sun Bowl out there in El Paso. In my opinion, one of the more underrated bowl games that you're going to find it. With UCLA, they went from being a four-point favorite to being more in that five, five-and-a-half range. Where do you stand with this team? Because you've got a lot of familiarity with UCLA. You know exactly what this team is most likely going to be running. A few opt-outs really on both sides. But what are you expecting from this one? Uh, of the opt-outs, I wouldn't say there's anything huge for UCLA. They still have that elite offense going on. Dorian Thompson-Robinson's going to be out there. Zach Charbonnet. This is an offense that puts up 39.1 points. That's number eight in the nation. And uh, over 500 yards per game as well, which is third in the nation. The Panthers on the other side rank 17th nationally in yards per pass attempt. So they'll be slinging it as well. And then you look at the defenses, not a lot going for them here. I think one of the most popular plays on this game is going to be overs. And that's why you're seeing um, this total kind of wibble wobble up and down because I think people are betting it both directions, but Pitt's defense, number 17 in total defense, allowing an average of 320 yards per game, and then seventh rushing defense. Too bad Zach Charbonnet from UCLA will not care. 
He will not care. UCLA has the fourth best rushing offense overall. Uh, so I think points will be scored. And as far as covering a spread, I like UCLA minus five and a half here. Uh, Pittsburgh, by the way, is 0-5 ATS in their last five games as an underdog. So I think I'm going to go UCLA here due to the fact that Dorian Thompson Robinson is going to want to show out uh, for his last performance here. And I wouldn't blame you if you wanted to bet the over 53 and a half. Yep, this is going to be such an interesting game. I do think that UCLA has been able to really be able to build up that program. It felt like Chip Kelly, it took him a little bit, but now things seem to be on an upward trajectory. And talk about an upward trajectory. Kansas football had been really bad for a really long time. And my guy, Lance Leipold, former D3, just legendary coach over there at UW-Whitewater. He's done some great things with Kansas. Right now, Kansas, they're between a two and a half and a three-point underdog. They open up as a five and a half point underdog. This total it is quite high. Anywhere between 68 and a half and 69 and a half. Where do you stand mm -hmm. in terms of this game? Because with Arkansas, I feel like we expected much more out of this team and they've fallen a little bit flat. Meanwhile, for Kansas, it's the exact opposite. They had a win total that in some spots opened up at one and a half and then was bet up to two and a half. And well, here they are in a bowl game. So it's gone quite well for them. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously first time in a bowl game for them since 2018. So this is exciting for the Jayhawks. That's one of the things that the handicappers are talking about with this game is how excited is Kansas going to be coming into it? And then you have Arkansas, as you pointed out on the other side, has lost two of their last three games by a total of five points. So kind of falling short of expectation. Uh, things to keep in mind for this one for me, Jalen Daniels status, of course. Set to start, supposed to be fully healthy, uh, really for the first time since the start of that TCU game. Uh, luckily for him, the Jayhawks' offensive line is incredible. They've only allowed nine sacks this season. Unfortunately, the Razorbacks lead the SEC in sacks with 39. So it should be an interesting test for them there, and hopefully they can keep him safe. Uh, on the other side, of course, we have KJ and Raheem, dual-threat quarterback in KJ Jefferson. Raheem Sanders, uh, together they've combined for 17 touchdowns and over 1,900 rush yards this season. So they're going to want to rush, and so uh, so are the uh, so is Kansas on the other side. So both of these teams are going to want to rush, and both these teams don't have particularly stellar rush defenses, kind of the opposite of that Oregon game we were talking about here. The real main issue that everybody's talking about with this game is Arkansas's attrition here. They've reportedly had 23 players enter the transfer portal two, uh, or excuse me, five who have started at least one game. And then they've also had several players opt out of the game to prepare for the NFL draft. Those are going to be where they really feel the losses Two linebackers, which really is going to be a hit for them wide receiver and also their starting center, which is going to make it that much harder for Raheem Sanders. Um, like I said, both sides like to run it. Both sides don't defend the run. Well, so many missing pieces for Arkansas. So I like Kansas plus three here. I was jealous because I saw that uh, our own Wes Reynolds actually got a four and a half somehow in Kansas, but I still like Kansas plus three. And I definitely lean over, especially with those linebackers and all those pieces missing from Arkansas. Typically when we see a Kansas versus Arkansas game and Arkansas be on the bottom and a three being on this game. It's like, oh, this is a college basketball game right here. Yeah. But now this is actually college football as Kansas has been able to remake themselves there. And Danielle, I know that you do a great job handicapping a little bit of everything. Football, basketball, you got, got us covered on a little bit of everything and always do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks. Hopefully we go back to college basketball next week. <laughs> Absolutely. A little bit of a bummer that we've got Gonzaga going up against a non-D1 team. I know that most books do not post anything up there, but I know that you're going to have us covered there. What is going to be also a good year for UCLA. So always great to be able to get Danielle Alvari aboard. She does a great job over here at the network with UCLA, with DraftKings. The list goes on and on. And coming up next, 
We're going to be shifting things over to the NFL. Ryan Kramer, who does amazing work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, he joins me next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The countdown to 2023 is on, and BetRivers Online Sportsbook has you covered to start the new year off with a bang. Join BetRivers on both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day to be able to ring in 2023. As if you go to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app on December 31st, you receive a 22% profit boost. And then again on January 1st, 2023, for a 23% profit boost on any qualifying wager that is right celebrate with bet rivers and get not just one but two profit boosts as it's a whole new game we're back here on the greg peterson experience on visa and the sports betting network great to be joined by ryan kramer does amazing work over there at the sports gambling podcast network and you've got a nice background now as well a little bit different i like it how's it going my friend well, welcome to the work at home studio here. This is the uh, formerly the sports gambling podcast studios, aka my garage. <laughs> it's the holidays, so uh, staying closer to home versus driving into the studio. Because Greg, as you know, we're dealing with some mayhem out here in Los Angeles. It's raining. Oh my goodness! It was raining <laughs> on my way here to lovely Las Vegas as well. I mean, poor us. Well, the Midwest is being hit by like tornado canes, negative degree temperatures, which is why I did not travel home for the holidays. I did not want to shovel. I did not want to have to deal with that. I would rather stay out here in lovely Las Vegas, but yep, I am right there with you. And well, we are dealing with mayhem in terms of this because myself and Jason Kahn, it is very known that on this show, we got a side wager. I placed this thing like 10 weeks ago. Jason has continued to say that the Arizona Cardinals are a 4 one team. I kept saying, no way. It looked like the Cardinals were going to get win number five against the Chargers. No dice. They didn't get it against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now we really need them to get this one home against the Atlanta Falcons and the Falcons. They're between a three and a half and a four point favorite. What do you make out of this game? Because I have my trepidations as to whether or not the Cardinals win outright, but I feel like this is a three or this is a three point game just because with Trace McSorley, he actually didn't look bad against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I just am not a fan at all of Desmond Ritter for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, it certainly is a bit of a mess. I, I mean, honestly, I I think my takeaways for Ritter last week against the Ravens were neutral, uh, maybe even positive. Like that's a pretty good Ravens team, and and you know to almost get a cover there, not the worst result. Atlanta's been a great home team, bad road team. So it, to me, I start by looking at the the Falcons here. Although it's all super, super difficult to lay three and a half at this Falcons team does feel a bit like this is a coin flip flip game. And if there's any motivation edge, boy, I feel like a locker room is going to be playing for JJ Watt. So, uh, you know, it's funny because I, I too have made a, a stance on a team saying that they're not going to win many games. And, and, and much like Jason, I felt like I was going to be wrong early on. But this Chicago mine was the Chicago Bears at three wins, and they've been holding strong too. I'll say this: I I do think if Atlanta's uh, if Arizona's going to get one, it's got to be this one, obviously, unless San Francisco lays down for them next week. But I, I don't know how anyone in their right mind can lay more than three points points with the Falcons. So you know, obviously, pending quarterback information, uh, McSorley, scrappy dog. 
But honestly, like I took away from last week watching Ritter go on the road and not look completely incompetent that maybe he has one home spot left in him. So unfortunately, I don't know if that fourth win or fifth win's coming today. Yeah, and if they don't get this one, we got the 49ers and you need to hope and pray that it's like, oh, we're going to throw out there Josh Johnson, the man that, as I've said on the show once before, and I will say it again, he is like the basket of bread skits six that you get at Olive Garden and you've got like multiple families coming around. You get one. No, you get one. You get one as he's been with like 25 different teams. It's absolutely hilarious there. Let's take a look at the team that you also need to continue to not win. That'd be the Chicago Bears. They're going to be playing against the Detroit Lions and the Lions. They're a six point favorite. And Justin Fields has been very impressive to me. You were wondering whether or not he was going to be shut down. He has not been and he's continued to be rock solid. Not necessarily throwing the ball, but certainly with his feet, just because the Bears are providing him with nothing whatsoever. Where do you stand on this game? Because with the Detroit Lions, they had a rough week against the Carolina Panthers, but despite that performance, all in all, I've been very impressed by them the last month plus. I mean, and you take apart that scenario for the Lions last week, and it was the second of a back-to-back road game outdoors. This is a team that has thrived inside those three straight home games. They look pretty good. The offense was firing on all cylinders. Jared Goff also just not a good cold weather quarterback. He's now dropped to zero and four when the weather is below freezing uh, something it was last week against that Carolina team. And if you do some of that, the odds math there, we're basically saying Carolina and Chicago are equal teams uh, with this point spread. And to me, Carolina is a much better team than Chicago right now. So I think you're actually getting a little bit of a discount on the lions here, flip it to the other side. I don't know if I've seen more love for a quarterback who fails to win games. Think about all the love that Justin Fields has gotten this whole season. It's happened since they've had three wins. He has been over all of these awards. He's winning all these yards. He's running for sure. He's fun. A fantasy quarterback. Absolutely. I'll give it to him. I didn't think he was going to be a great quarterback, but he's an amazing runner of the football. That being said, his teams keep losing. And, and in a game where they were winning at halftime against the Buffalo Bills, and I felt robbed, almost backdoored to have them lose by what, three scores? I, I, I just, they're an untrustworthy defense. And I think when you have Jared Goff and all these weapons at home on the turf, I could easily see them rolling up the score here. Yep, I could as well. I take a look at this Lions team, and I've really been warming up to them, and I do think that we need to take a look at them when they've had their full complement of weapons because when they've been without some of their main guys like DeAndre Swift, it's caused for a little bit of a different look, and that can sometimes warp the way that you're taking a look at the Lions as a whole. I think that it's interesting to take a look at this team as well because with the Baltimore Ravens, they've been starting Mr. Hundley the last few weeks. Looks like we should be getting Lamar Jackson back, but... I've got my question marks with the Ravens who are a three-point favorite. I think that the line is moving relatively accordingly. I do think that this is a one-score game and a field goal game at that. Where do you stand in terms of this one? Because I thought that there was good value on the look at where when the Steelers were right around six and six half. I feel like it's starting to dry up a little bit given the question marks. I could go either way in terms of how close 100% Lamar Jackson might be. In some ways, I almost would prefer if Lamar wasn't playing and and getting that discount again. I do think we are running into an absolute brick house, and that is Mike Tomlin on his way to winning more games than he loses once again. I, I I'm such a sucker for watching NFL films, and I and I watch anytime I watch Mike Tomlin coaching his team, you just are reminded that what a great 
leader of men he is. And while this team has no business where they are, they continue to win games. Obviously, TJ Watt being back is a big piece of that. Remember, they were what winless, maybe won one game without him. So uh, this is this is a typical AFC North game, and I think the system would tell you that when there is when you're getting three points or more in the AFC North, you probably ought to take those points. So I think I'll stand on the side of Mike Tomlin here in prime time. Baltimore, they've already got their ticket punched to the playoffs. I don't think there's a, a, a the edge isn't going to be there. So while it is a home game, give me Pittsburgh. Maybe this is one of those strange 1917 battles. Yeah, with Pittsburgh, it certainly has been a nice rise up for them. And Kenny Pickett has been turning the ball over much less than he did at the beginning of the season as well. That has been paramount for them. When I take a look at the Philadelphia Eagles, certainly a team that's a little bit banged up. And we've got question marks as to whether or not Jalen Hurts is going to be able to return for this game against New Orleans. They're laying a touchdown regardless, but... I almost think that even if Gardner Minshew is the guy that starts, they should be able to cover this number. I recognize that Philadelphia didn't necessarily have the world's greatest finish of that game against the Dallas Cowboys, but still, they looked relatively solid. They were able to move the ball on the ground very well. And for the New Orleans Saints, I just question who's going to be able to suit up in this game because they've been all sorts of banged up and their quarterback spot has been far from ideal. Yeah, there, there's a little bit of uh, you got to look at look between the lines of what happened last week. While the, the the Cowboys were pretty fortunate to win that game, let alone cover, uh, I, I would go to the opposite with the Saints. The Saints were kind of they're a dome team that somehow was more equipped for that bad weather game than the Cleveland Browns because they had Taysom Hill. And I don't think I don't know how much Taysom Hill affects uh, the game here in Philly. Now I will say. Lane Johnson being out is troubling to me. If I'm looking to back the Eagles, you know, by everyone's account, all world left tackle, the offensive line has really been driving the ship here. All of that being said, like you, like you mentioned, Gardner Minshew is good enough to get the job done here. I certainly love this one in a teaser. I think Eagles at home, close it out, punch that number one seed. And then they don't have to worry about the giants week 18. And I think that that is going to be very big as well, because if you don't have to deal with the New York Giants in week 18, that's all the better. You're able to let Jalen Hurts rest up. That means that you just don't have that pressure in general. You've got so many guys that are starting to get banged up for the Philadelphia Eagles. They are going to be all good to go. And we've got just a lot of fascination in terms of this week 17 card, because as was mentioned by David Behrman about an hour or so ago, he does great work over at ESPN Chalk. Just one game involving teams with a winning record. That is going to be coming on Monday Night Football. And thank goodness gracious, we're going to be able to get a good primetime matchup. We're going to be getting the thoughts of Ryan Kramer, who does absolutely terrific work over there at the Sports Gambling Podcast on this game and a few other games that are a fascination next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience, right here on Visa, the Sports Bank Network, as we continue to take a look at Week 17 in the NFL. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. DraftKings Sportsbook is going live in Ohio on Sunday, January 1st at 12.01 a.m. So they'll be ringing in the new year in the great state of Ohio to celebrate. All new customers will be receiving $200 in free bets when you sign up today, plus five lucky customers will receive a $100 thousand dollar free bet so the question has been posed to myself what would i do with a one hundred thousand dollar bet in january like is going to be given out to five lucky people and i'll throw this one to ryan kramer as well who does terrific work over at the sports gambling podcast network as we're back here on the greg peterson experience on visa and the sports betting network for me i think it's very obvious what you do you take the chalkiest money line possible something that you know is going to be able to hit like you get We've got like Gonzaga versus Eastern Oregon that's going to be going down. I don't know if you're going to be able to get a money line on that game or not, but if they're offering a money line, that's where you put it. You get your $100,000. You make sure that you get it because if you lose the bet, you don't get the money. And then from there, you're able to manage your bankroll. You're able to not bet $100,000 per game. I don't know what you would do, Ryan, but I just take the most sure thing on the board with the money line, something that's very chalky that you know is going to hit. And then from there, you build up your bankroll. 
Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, I, you, you nailed it, right? Like head right over to the college basketball uh, slate and find just some super, super chalky, like one seed type games and just lay, lay it. Uh, d- don't overthink it, right? Like think interest, get that 3% and keep building. Yep, exactly. Because if you don't hit the bet, you don't get the $100,000. You hit the bet, you get a hundred thousand dollars. I know that there are some people that might want to just go big or go home, but you got to get the money. That is what I'd say. You got to just hit that bet any way humanly possible. So that is what I would be doing. And something that we're going to be doing this week in the NFL is looking forward to Monday because really the best game on the slate, it's the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't think there's any question about it. And with the Bengals, they're between a one and one and a half point underdog. Is, this feels like the first time in quite a while that the Bengals have been appropriately priced. I thought that they were a little bit short in recent weeks. I'm not sure what you make out of this, but I think it's a relative pick game. I have yet to do anything with it. It's just about which team I think should be able to hit on the money line. Yeah, and I'm not sure. I still continue to be shocked by this Buffalo Bills team. Uh, we jokingly say on the Sports Gambling Podcast that Josh Allen's doing Josh Allen things, and it, He's he's being loose with the football. He he's not efficient. He's not playing four quarters of great football every time out on the field. And for that reason, he reminds me of old Josh Allen. And I, I as a Giants fan, I've been joking all season. Boy, seems like they're missing Brian Dable in there to make some of those second half adjustments. And sure, they can beat up on really bad teams like the Chicago Bears, but the Bengals are back. The Bengals passing game is back. Joe Burr is back. And at this point, I find I, I'm not sure there's too many teams in the league that should be favored in Cincinnati. So the obvious take here is like we we discussed the Eagles as being a great teaser leg earlier. Pair the pair them here with the Cincinnati Bengals up to seven and a half, uh, which is an absolutely delightful price. And, and on top of that, I I think just motivationally, this Bengals team is on that crescendo. They're going to want to see this win. Uh, meanwhile, I think Buffalo and Josh Allen makes one too many mistakes here. Uh, and 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 we're going to see the Bengals win outright. And when it comes to what we're going to be seeing in terms of this week in the NFL, I know that you're out there in Los Angeles, and it's a battle for Los Angeles. Typically, when we get battles for Los Angeles, whether it be college or pro, they're typically more savory than Rams versus Chargers. As the Chargers, they were an 8.5-point favorite on the look at. Now we're seeing this at 6.5. I just take a look at this Rams team. They put up 51 points on Christmas. This feels like the ultimate sell-high spot on them. Baker Mayfield looked incredible. The team looked incredible. That Broncos team quit. They looked absolutely awful. And I do think that a Chargers team that, now that they've been able to lock up a playoff spot, but I believe that they're still able to fight for some seeding, I think that they've got a lot to play for, and they're starting to fire on all cylinders. I certainly think there's an element of the AFC playoff race where you probably want to end up with the five seed, uh, you know, a charger chargers going to Jacksonville potentially feels pretty soft in terms of a first round matchup for Justin Herbert. I mean, look, I, I think Justin Herbert checked a lot of boxes, right? First time in his career, he's above 500 first time in the playoffs. And this, as you nailed it. This Rams team just played a team that flat out quit the backup quarterback was getting in a fight with the offensive lineman because they were clearly dogging it. Baker Mayfield is, is leading a team to the most points in the weekend. Like nothing made sense. there. slime was all over the field. Yeah. Uh, the, the, it was a classic Nickelodeon game. And, and, and to the point, I think a lot of people will say, Hey, the chargers don't have motivation here. And that's why you're seeing money come in on the Rams, which is crazy for me to say. Uh, and, and as you mentioned earlier, the, the battle for LA, this is not, no one in LA thinks this is a battle for LA. That's, that's USD versus UCLA. So 
I, I I'll, I'll be curious to see the interest here. Now, typically I would say you t- always fade the chargers at home, take them on the road. They're now six and two ATS on the road, not as good at home, but in this spot with Baker Mayfield and that Rams team coming off an absolute pop the balloon moment. Give me the chargers. I, I think you're right. I think there's some seating to be had here. And I think if I'm Brandon Staley doing my pregame workouts, I'm saying, Hey, we'd much rather head to sunny Florida than anywhere else we could potentially end up. By the way, I mean, was there a much better Christmas gift for those that love the NFL than Patrick Starr making Russell Wilson cooking jokes? I mean, that is great right there. If nothing else, thank goodness we got that on Christmas Day. That was one of the better moments of all time in terms of myself watching football. That was great. And I do think that this is going to be a solid game as well. We've got the Packers and the Minnesota Vikings. Packers, most places are a three and a half point favorite. I'm seeing a couple straight threes out there as well. Throw it on this game. It has went up to about 48 and a half to 49. What do you make out of this Vikings team? They're 11 and 0 in one score games. And ironically enough, their lone win of more than one score has come against these Green Bay Packers. They know how to pull them out. And at the same time, you probably don't want to be finding yourself in this many one-score games as well. So, I mean, it really is a matter of how you want to slice it. Well, I, I can't wait to talk about the regression with this Minnesota Vikings team next year. But this year, they keep getting it done. And my, my New York Giants, once again, lose. Uh, they won the stat sheet, lost because of a 60-yard field goal. At some point, you would think it's going to stop happening. And... You know, we joke on the sports gambling podcast that our hero, in this case, Aaron Rodgers, he, he told us he was going to keep playing as long as they were alive for the playoffs. And we've seen that percentage go from 5% to 13% to now almost 40%. I absolutely think revenge is on the mind. Again, Aaron Rodgers has his full complement of offensive weapons. Hopefully, Aaron Jones is out there, but the receivers are out there. The offense is looking better. The defense, they're playing hard. This looks like a team that's trying to crescendo and make one of those late pushes into the playoffs, you know, playoff start now type stuff. So there's no way I'm taking the Vikings in this spot. It's Packers or pass to me. Yeah, it's hard to just fade Aaron Rodgers in this sort of a spot as well. We've already seen him run the table a few times in must-win situations. He's always at his best and a team that's going to be looking to be at their best as well. Well, you were talking about the Giants. They're now between four and a half and five point favorites against the Indianapolis Colts. And I recognize that this number has went up a little bit. I just don't think that there's any taking the Colts right now. We don't know who's going to be starting at quarterback, whether that be Sam Ellinger, whether that be Matt Ryan, whether that be Nick Foles. Heck, Ryan, I think that you might be a viable starting quarterback option for the Colts with the Giants. I recognize that this team might not be quite as good as a record. This Colts team just looks completely terrible right now, though. Don't love laying a lot of points with my New York Giants. Dan Jones, New York Giants, been great against the spread, though. And candidly, this is going to get to seven. People are going to continue to bet this. And and I don't know if you saw this. I believe Jeff Saturday earlier, like uh, hours earlier, announced it would be Nick Foles again. Oh. And so I, I have a hot take for you. Everyone was all up in arms about Derwin James's hit. Well, they should have ejected Nick Foles for those hospital balls he was throwing to his receivers. I don't see how you, as a professional, can roll. Nick Foles before the game said he had no idea what the offensive plan was. I, I it, it's out of control what the the Colts are doing. They're they're proving everyone who was outraged with the Jeff Saturday hire to be right. This guy shouldn't be an NFL head coach. He perpetually looks confused, and they don't have a quarterback. I mean, look how good Matt Ryan looks now. Matt Ryan's numbers in this team look amazing it, 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 with, with how all everyone else has looked. So if they roll Nick Foles out there, 
I mean, Wink Martindale is a defensive coordinator that can confuse good quarterbacks, let alone Nick Foles, who looked confused against the Chargers defense that had been pretty, pretty mediocre all year. Yep, and I mean, man, remember when Jeff Saturday and company were able to get that win against Las Vegas and everyone was like, oh, the media shouldn't have slammed that higher. Well, everyone has been proven right, and you're a man that is right more often than than not, Ryan. I always do appreciate the time on this show. Thank you so much for joining me. Cheers, Hoops. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to Ryan as well. Ryan Kramer does great work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and it was great to be able to talk some football with him for two segments. And our VEASAN Pro Tip is based around the NFL as well. VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of these. Keep in mind, we've got two weeks left in the regular season. You know what that means. Dash for cash for a lot of these guys. That means that players that have incentives for getting to like, oh, I don't know, 1,000 rushing yards, 1,000 receiving yards. Players and teams are going to try to do everything possible for these guys to be able to hit those marks. Take a look at that when betting player props. And coming up next, we're going to take a look at the college basketball board for Wednesday here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.